Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. resources and tools 
to help you live a more empowered life. You can sign up for my empowerment newsletter right there on our homepage. You can find a link to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Janelle Sanders. And you can also find out more about me and the work I'm doing around the world. I'm the founder and the CEO of Janelle Sanders International, a global leadership consultant, advisory, uh, training development firm that ultimately works with leaders around the world and empowers them with solutions, strategies, tools, insights, concepts, ideas, innovations that help them um, to bring solutions to global problems and move the world forward, essentially. And so um, my work has empowered me to advise people all around the world and to just empower them to bring change and reformation to the world systems and communities. So you can find out more about me, seminars, symposiums, webinars, live events, everything right there on our website. And real quickly, I just want to recommend one resource to you today. Um, You would greatly benefit from this book. As COVID-19, just before, excuse me, COVID-19 broke out, I had this prophetic vision. And in this vision, I began to see the world, and the world looked very differently. And I began to see uh, systems breaking, institutions breaking down, governments breaking down, countries just totally disrupted, everything just seemed chaotic. And, you know, I wrote a lot of these things down, and I just kind of pondered them in my heart. And just a few weeks later, COVID-19 broke out, and the entire world shut down. And what happened is my phone rung, my email box blew up, leaders were in panic, and they didn't know what to do. And I realized then why I had that vision. And what they didn't know is that while I was giving them solutions to navigate this VUCA environment of what was happening in the world, I was also writing a book with much more depth and insight and strategy for this. And so next is really a blueprint for transformational leadership. What the world needs now more than ever is transformational leaders that will push the boundaries of what's possible and propel human progress. And so this book is really a guide for navigating seasons of uncertainty and change in the world. Um, This is a book for a high school student that doesn't really know what they want to go to college for. This is a book for a college freshman that's still trying to figure out their major or even a person that's in a career transition or change that doesn't know what to do. I'm breaking down uh, where I see industries going, what the trends will look like in the next 20 years, and ultimately I'm giving you the DNA and the characteristics of individuals that shape history. So I want you to get a copy. This is my 10th book, Next, The Emergence of the History Shapers. You can get it through Amazon. Kindle Nook, and other book distributors. I hope you'll get a copy and that it will be a benefit to your life. One last thing, and we're going to take a very quick break. I want to ask you a very small favor. Many of you have been listening to this podcast for over a decade now. Some of you will private message me or tweet or um, reach out on Instagram or other platforms and say how you enjoy the podcast. But uh, do me a favor, leave a review. Go right now through your app Amazon, to Apple, excuse me, podcast or Spotify and just leave a review. 
leapers, you be honest. If you don't like it, then say you don't like it. If you like the podcast, uh, share what you like about it. Number one, that gives other people that may be searching for empowerment um, some kind of reference guide that they can look at and see if this show could be a benefit to them. And number two, it helps us in terms of data and analytics and getting this message out into as many hands as we possibly can. So thank you in advance for leaving a review. Um, I look forward to hearing that, and we're going to take a very quick break and jump into this topic as we continue our series entitled More. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So we're continuing our series, More, Having the Resolve to Reach for Your Dreams. Now, let me just say this really honestly to you, that when we uh, first began this series, I thought it may be two parts at best and I was going to be done. But what happened is as I began to jump into part one of the series, Um, I kind of just totally lost track of time and everything, and I was just in such a flow that it turned into a part two, and then part two turned into a part three, and now here we are at part four. But let me tell you why I started this series in the first place and why we're probably at part four now. We've hit that midway point in the year. We hit the month of June. Now we're in the month of July. We are seven months into 2022. Can you believe that? The time is just flying by. Uh, It seems like just yesterday I was telling you Happy New Year, talking about setting your goals in different categories and how to make this the greatest year of your life. But the reality is that by mid-January, early February, most people – have abandoned their goals, and they have kind of gone back to the same business as usual. And now they stand at the midway point in the year, and they're trying to figure out how do I get back on track? How do I get back focused on my vision? How do I get back in pursuit of my goals? How do I get back to living a life with a sense of intentionality and purpose? And a lot of people just get so overwhelmed and they just say, forget it. And then January 2023 comes in and it's a cycle once again. And so I created this series because I really wanted to help you to get to the heart and soul of what's not working in your life so that you can correct it and you can make the progress that you really want to make. And so I hope even though we're a month into the series now that you've really gotten some value out of it and that is helping you to make some adjustments because I believe that if you truly want to make great strides in your life, you have to be willing to make great adjustments. Now, what I know about adjustments, adjustments are discomforting. They are very uncomfortable. But what I know to be true is that discomfort is the zone where our greatest development happens. I want you to write that down. 
discomfort is that zone where our greatest development happens. And I know it's painful, it's uneasy, we don't like it because it's so unfamiliar and so different from anything that we know to be true about our lives. But in all actuality, this is the place where the greatest breakthroughs and transformations and shifts and pivots and turns happen in our lives. And if we can learn how to embrace the in-between places, we can live our greatest lives. That sounds like another series, the in-between places. I like that. Um, But you have to learn how to embrace those places in your life because that's where the real growth happens. I know that we all live in this very fantasy-like, whimsical world, but the reality is that you live in the real world. And we can once upon a time and happily ever after all we want in our minds, but the reality is that in this world, you're going to have tribulations. That's why the Bible tells us to be a bit here because Christ said he has already overcome the world. And so as long as you're in the world, you're going to have the potentiality to be pulled away from your purpose and the propensity to lose your grip on prophetic destiny. But there is something in you called the seed of greatness that empowers you to be an overcomer. I believe this, and I say this all the time, there's a giant slayer in every human being on this planet. It may have been put to sleep. It may be dormant. It may be waiting for permission and, you know, expression and activation. But there is a giant slayer in you. And if you will awaken that great champion on the inside of you, there is nothing that will occur in your life that you don't have the ability and the power to overcome and to rise above. So let's delve into this. The more that you desire is on the other side of what you won't do. I want you to write that down. The more that you desire is on the other side of what you won't do. And so, so many people, people come to me all the time and they say, I want more. I know there's more. There must be more for my life. And I say, that's good. You have a prophetic sensing or a prophetic prompting on the inside that is alerting you to these new possibilities of what your life can be. The problem with that, though, is that all we do is get a prompting and a stirring on the inside, but we do nothing with it. And so if you're getting that sense and that urge that there is more for your life and more possible for your life, then you have to begin to put a prophetic blueprint together to get you to the more. And what I've discovered is that we like the benefits of success, but we don't like the building of success. Write that down. We like the benefits of success, but not the building of success. In other words, we want success to come to us in a finished product process. I always tell people that your prophetic destiny and your prophetic potential are two different conversations. If you've read my book, Honor, in this book, I talk about a concept that is very new to many people. One thing you'll discover if you read my books or listen to my podcast or hear me in an interview or read something of mine is that I speak in a very different language than most people. Most people are framing their world in prophetic constrictions. I frame my world in prophetic realities and potentialities. And so, 
that's great. You have prophetic potential, but how do you get from prophetic potential to prophetic destiny? And that's what honor is about. That book is about the process between your potential and your destiny, which I call prophetic development. The reason that most people never fulfill purpose, maximize their potential, or do anything significant or meaningful with their lives is because they get trapped in this prophetic developmental process. They know what's possible. They like what's possible. They can even see to an extent what is possible. But when it comes to engaging this process to get you from where you are to where you have been destined to be, nobody likes the development. Why? Because everybody wants to snap their fingers, magic, and we get to manifestation. But the reality is that anything that we get to, anything that we try to possess without process is illegal in our lives. And so we have a lot of illegal people trying to uh, possess promises and move into prophetic destiny, and they can't do it. You have no legal grounds. You have no um, legal structure that vali- uh, gives the validity, excuse me, to you stepping into that reality in your life. And so the only legitimate way, let me say it again, the only legitimate way to get to your prophetic destiny is through development. And that is the thing that holds so many people back from the life that they were truly created and intended to live. The more that you desire is on the other side of what you won't do. I wonder if we were to sit down and have a conversation What is it that you are not willing to do that is hindering you from embracing the more that you want to see in your life? In other words, more will never manifest in your life until you move towards more. I always tell people that we're always moving towards something. We're always moving towards success and prosperity, or we're always moving towards failure and defeat but we're always moving towards something. If you listen to the last episode, I told you how most people live their lives in the margin of mediocrity. I want you to live your life in the margin of mastery. One of the things that separates me from other people is not that I just have this special DNA or thing that has separated me from other people is, yes, my mindset, but more so than the mindset has been my commitment to personal mastery. We have a lot of people trying to master industries, trying to master disciplines, trying to master subjects, and they have not mastered self. And so personal mastery is absolutely important before you can ever embrace professional mastery or destiny mastery in an area. We have so many people that want to call themselves coaches and thought leaders and master teachers, and they have no experience. They have no wins, no victories. They have nothing on their resume to validate or give credence to what they say they possess. And so you have to get, to first of all, to a place of mastery. And as you get to a place of mastery, then you move into what I call your genius zone or that place of significance where you are empowered to um, showcase your difference in the world. People will begin to pay attention to your difference because of the disciplines that you have put in place to get you to a place of mastery in your life. And I think that if more people live their lives with that type of 
uh, understanding, it would change everything. We would realize that because we went to a two-hour seminar and we got some information that we never put into practice, our lives are not just going to change. Because you spend a day with one of your favorite, um, you know, individuals or thought leaders, your life is not going to magically change. But what I can do, I can go to this two-day seminar, I can get in this mastermind group, I can do this, I can apply this information to my life, I can allow this information coupled with my experience to produce growth and mastery and distinguish myself in the best in the world at what I do. I think we have to stop looking at success and greatness as a shortcut and look at success and greatness as something that has to be tailor-made for every individual. I want you to write that down. Stop looking at success as a shortcut and look at success as something that is tailor-made for every individual. As you have heard me say many times, success is something that you have to define for yourself. And if you don't define success for yourself, you will always live your life um, in the definition of somebody else's success. In other words, you don't create success for yourself. You're going to become a casualty of somebody else's success in life. And so you have to be committed to personal mastery and personal growth and personal development. And it's more than reading books because everybody, people are reading books after book after book and nothing is happening in their life. It's not just reading books. It's not just going to seminars. It's not just listening to podcasts. You have to be willing to do the work. People are always asking, you know, how did you learn this? How did this happen? And how did that happen? It's because I've been doing the work. I'm not just going to events or listening to great speakers. Every day I'm getting up, I'm doing my work so that I can develop. And as I develop, guess what? I'm gaining capacity, experience, wisdom, skills, that all serving me in the greater scheme of things and realizing my greatest potential. In other words, as I said, more is not going to manifest until you move towards the more in your life. And you have to ask yourself the critical question, what are you moving towards? Because, you know, I always tell people, even in our inaction, we're making a decision. And inaction is not only a down payment on future cycles of frustration, failure, and defeat, but inaction is the proof that one does not value the seed of potential. Write that down. Inaction is the proof that one does not value the seed of potential. So when somebody tells me, I want this, I want that, I want to accomplish this, I want to have this, and they're not moving towards that in their lives, it lets me know that it's not something that you value. Because anything that you value, nobody has to persuade you to pursue. Write that down. Anything that you value, nobody has to persuade you to pursue. If I have to persuade you to pursue something, that's not something you value. And more so than it's not being something that you value, it is something that is not a priority in your life. And a lot of times people are not successful, they're not making progress, they're not prospering, they're not thriving in life because their priorities are out of whack. I mean, you get ample time to scroll social media and to binge watch Netflix, but you don't have any time to read. You don't have any time for your spiritual growth. You don't have any time for your personal development, but yet you're going to be the best in the world at what you do. Nobody rewards the best in the world at being mediocre. We reward the best in the world for mastery. 
And so what are you mastering? Get out of the margin of mediocrity and get into the margin of mastery. And mastery does not happen without investment. And we're always investing. And our investments not only decide tomorrow, but our uh, our investments engineer the future. And so whatever future you step in today is because of the investments you made yesterday. And your tomorrow will look like the investments you made today. So make sure that you're investing in things that are going to move your life forward that are going to ultimately empower you to realize your greatest potential. Every day we're, uh, we have a decision to make to move uh, toward different things in our lives. But in order to move towards more, it requires two things. Number one, a made-up mind. You know I've said this to you many times. Your feet will never take you where your mind has never been. And so you cannot create a reality in your life that has first not taken residence in your mind. Your mind is the blueprint of all of life's coming attractions and moments. Write that down. Your mind is the blueprint for all of life's coming attractions and moments. And so any moment that I want to manifest in my life, it begins with my mind. And so if your mind has not bought into this certain thing in your life, you're not going to ever manifest it. And so a lot of people get frustrated and excited because we hear a concept and we say, oh, you know, I'm going to try that, and it doesn't work. Let me tell you why it doesn't work. You don't get results based on things that you try. You get results based on things that you put into practice. See, a try is an experiment, but a practice produces experiential wisdom and knowledge that nobody can take away from you. I want you to get that. When you say, I'm going to try this concept, try this idea, it is nothing more than experimentation, but when you put something into practice, you get this experiential knowledge that revolutionizes the course of your life and your destiny. And so I want you to stop trying concepts and begin to put those concepts into practice in your life. The reason that I talk with the level of um, proficiency that I do on these topics is because this is not something that I try. These are things that I put into practice. And I know the laws and principles and strategies work if you will put them into practice. Uh, not just, oh, that was good what he said. Let me try that. Good luck with that. You're going to still continue to get the same results that you've always gotten in your life. But if you will put things into practice, not only will you uh, experience breakthroughs, but you're going to see the realization of your greatest dreams and desires. And then not only a made-up mind, but it also takes maturity. A lot of times we're trying to step into tomorrow's not yet born to time, but one of the reasons it's not yet born to time is because you have not matured into the manifestation of that. And so a lot of times we have great dreams, ambitions, and desires but if we were to manifest those things without the maturity, it would destroy us. And so sometimes we have to take a step back and we have to ask ourselves, am I really mature enough to handle what I say I want? Because let me tell you, more entering your life is going to require maturity. Maturity because it's going to be very different from what you're familiar with. It's going to demand more of your time, energy, effort, capacity, uh, mental faculties, and et cetera. And so 
yes, we want these things, but are you mature enough to handle uh, what you say you want? You know, just like uh, you have to, you have a stewardess on a plane, just like you have a money manager over certain financial investments, you have to steward the gifts, the talents, and the seed of your potential. And how you steward that seed of potential will determine the seasons of prosperity and success and greatness that you step into in your life. And so you got to steward your gifts. You got to cultivate them. You got to refine them. You got to sharpen them. You got to do everything necessary to get you from where you are to where it is that you truly want to be in your life. And this is what I've learned that you will never move forward or toward anything that is not a priority in your life. Let me say it again. You will never move towards anything that is not a priority in your life. And so you can try to lie to yourself. We've all done it and say, this is important to me, I value this. But you don't value it, and you don't value it because you're not moving toward it. And what I've discovered is that anything that I am not um, pursuing, anything that I am not going after is something that I don't really want in my life. Let me say that again. Anything that I'm not pursuing, anything that I'm not going after is something I don't really want in my life. Maybe I like it. Maybe I have an affinity for it. But there's a difference between affinity and a pursuit of a thing. Affinity is just a strong desire, liking. We all have that. But the thing that separates the great from the average is not affinity. The thing that separates the great from the average is obsession. Write that down. The thing that separates the great from those that simply have an affinity toward a thing is not in our desire, it is in our obsession. And until something becomes an obsession in your life, you'll never manifest it. It'll always just be a dream or desire in your heart, but you'll never see the prophetic fulfillment or the manifestation of that thing. I've also discovered that your pursuit will always define what you produce in your life. Write that down. Your pursuit will always define what you produce in your life. And so you know those moments where we sit down with ourselves and we say, what am I doing? Why am I not here? Why is this not happening? Why am I not getting this result? It's because your pursuits will always define what you produce in your life. Don't tell me that this is important to you, but your actions are demonstrating the antithesis of what you say you want. I see it all the time. People say, I want success, I want prosperity, I want greatness, I want to do A, B, C, D. And yet I see them going in a total opposite direction. So you don't really want that. There may be a strong affinity or desire, but your actions have not shown that you have really committed to that thing in your life. That's good. Your actions are a demonstration of what you're committed to. Write that down. Your actions are a demonstration of what you are committed to. So don't tell me I'm committed, Jamel, to my personal growth and development. I'm committed to mastery. I'm committed to professional development and being the best in my industry, what I do. And yet you are not taking the actions that demonstrate what you say you're committed to because your actions are the demonstration of what you have committed to in your life. I think that's good. And so the question becomes, what do you want more of? 
everybody, I haven't met a human being that doesn't want more for their life. And and many people even articulate that they want more for their life. But what do you want more of? Do you want more wasted time, more squandered opportunities, more hours surfing the web, scrolling social media, binge-watching Netflix, hanging out with your buddies? What do you want more of? Why is that important? What you want more of is a question of clarity. If you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you have heard me talk extensively about clarity. It's very important. Clarity is important because it is one of the ultimate game changers and it is one of the ultimate catalysts to the transformation of your life. If you have read my autobiography, Unbreakable, I talk about the struggles of entrepreneurship and business and how in one season I had to get really crystal clear about what it is that I wanted, what it is that I was intending to build and to create, and what exactly I was going to do to bring that thing into fruition in my life. What do you want more of? The lack of clarity will always limit you to cycles of frustration, failure, and defeat. This is so important because you can spend an entire lifetime saying, I want more, there must be more, there's got to be more, I'm longing for more in my life. Okay, that's good. But what do you want more of? That's the question of clarity. And without clarity, you're going to continue to create those same cycles of frustration and failure in your life. I've discovered that clarity brings you closer to the life of your dreams. I want you to get that. Clarity brings you closer to the life of your dream. That's one of the reasons that I don't like for people to set ambiguous goals because when you set ambiguous goals, you get ambiguous outcomes. And so people are like, I don't understand. I wrote this down. And then I begin to read what they wrote down, and it's so vague and it's so unclear and it's all over the place. And I'm like, you're getting a manifestation of the intention that you set. We don't realize that intention is powerful, but intention works best where there is clarity. And so you got to have clarity in your life because that's what's going to bring you closer to the life that you truly desire to live. And so I want you to spend some time thinking about what it is that you really want more of in your life. Because as you begin to ask that question, it's going to get you to a place of clarity, and clarity is going to empower you to create the life that you truly deserve to live. And so spend some time with that. Get your breakthrough journal out this weekend, since it's a holiday weekend for many, and just spend some time asking yourself some soul questions. What do I want more of? And don't just stop with what do I want more of. How am I going to get there And Okay, what do I want more of? How am I going to get to the more? And how will I maintain the more when it shows up in my life? Because that's like a three-part process there. We got to know what we want. We got to know what it's going to take to get there. We got to know what it's going to take to sustain it. One of the saddest travesties I see in the world today is people that have success that is unsustainable. The greatest delight 
work is to see sustainable success in the life of a person. And one of the reasons we don't sustain excuse me, success is because we lack that clarity. We haven't put any systems or measures in place to maintain what we have. And then another thing is we stop doing the work. We stop growing and developing. People think because they reach a certain level, they don't have to do any more work. Well, guess what? That work only brought you to that level. The next level is going to demand even more work from you. And so if you stop doing the work where you are, you're never going to get to where it is that you ultimately want to be. And we never arrive because we're always in a state of evolution. And so you've got to keep evolving and growing so that you can become your greatest self. And so distorted perception uh, distances you from what is possible for your life. You cannot afford to have distorted perception. you got to keep your clarity, you got to keep your um, perception right so that nothing is able to interfere with that process and you becoming uh, who you were created and destined to be. I've also learned that you cannot attract into your life what you cannot articulate. Write that down. You cannot attract into your life what you cannot articulate. Uh, One of the things that's very interesting to me, especially in the world of entrepreneurship, is a person will have an idea or a business or a product or a service they want to offer, and, you know, they'll say, Jamel, I want to build this, and I say, great. Uh, What is your vision exactly? And you know what happens? They start back talking about the idea. And I said, that's wonderful. You told me you want to build X, Y, Z but what is your vision? And they start telling me again about the product or the service that it is that they want to create. And I said, that's wonderful. But let's get back to the question. What is your vision? What we don't understand is no matter how great the product or the service or the innovation may be that we want to offer, that means nothing if we don't have the ability to um, structure that into some type of vision because vision is what's going to attract people, it's going to attract financial resources, it's going to attract opportunities and relationships. And so what you need to do, excuse me, is not spend so much time focusing on your idea that you don't have the vision in place to sell the idea that's going to get you to your ultimate outcome. I say, okay, you have your product, you have your service, what is your vision? And as you begin to get clarity and articulation of speech in terms of your vision, you're going to begin to attract every resource that you need to see that thing become a reality in your life. Articulation shapes what you give attention to. Write that down. Articulation shapes what you give attention to. And so whatever you're able to properly articulate you're able to bring attention to that thing. It's just like me on this podcast. If I was talking in very strange, ambiguous, weird terminologies, you couldn't understand me, um, you know, I was sounding just just off and distorted to you, you wouldn't be able to understand what I'm saying. But when I'm able to speak with clarity and articulation of speech, you're able to understand what I'm saying 
the message is able to resonate and your life is enriched as a result of it. And so articulation shapes what you give attention to. The more skill you get at articulating your ideas, your concepts, your vision, the more you're going to attract the attention and the resources you need to make that thing a reality and to see it happen in your life. What you give attention to determines the advancement of your life. So you got to be very careful about what you're giving attention to. Um, You know, we live in an attention-driven culture and society. Everything is vying for your attention, but everything does not deserve your attention. And so you got to be very skillful and masterful about what you're giving your attention to because it is going to determine um, the advancement and the movement of your life. Therefore, it brings us back to the whole concept of the series. In order to get more or to produce more, you have to become more. Therefore, more will require a personal evolution. And so you got to, what we don't understand, everything that we're trying to birth, everything that we're trying to create and innovate and engineer, we first have to become. And so a lot of times we're trying to sell people on something that we have not become, something we have not embraced, something that we have not become an expression of. And I think it's one of the reasons that this whole uh, self-help space and industry suffers the way that it does because anybody can get a certification, call themselves a coach, create a business, charge clients, offer some information, and get paid but really have no experience in what they're talking about. All they have, they went to school, they have some knowledge, they have some information, they're selling that information. And, you know, people are buying it, but people are still not getting the maximum yield that they could. Now, imagine if they have that same schooling and training and education and you couple that with the experience in your life you're going to become an unstoppable force at what you're doing because not only do you have the education, but you have the personal wisdom and experience and path and lessons and knowledge that you're able to help walk people through uh, different seasons of their lives. And so one of the things that concerns me today is that we have so much information and very little transformation because people think that the answer is in just getting more and more knowledge, and knowledge without application just produces stagnation in your life. And so you got to evolve. In order to evolve, you got to do some work. you got to be willing to put in the time, the effort, the energy to become a greater version of yourself. And so evolution has to happen in four key areas of your life, And what I want to do in the next part of this series, I want to jump into the four um, cornerstones of personal evolution. This is going to be really good. It's where I've been trying to get for four weeks, but we didn't get there yet. But what I really wanted you to get today is that more is available to all of us, more is possible for all of us, but it's often on the other side of what we won't do. And so... You've heard me say this so many times. If you do what you've always done, you get what you always got. If you do different, you get different. And what is the one different thing you're going to do that's going to change the direction of your life? That's one of the greatest questions you could ever ask yourself because it's going to start you 
on a journey of discovery, development, and ultimately lead you to the place that I call prophetic destiny. And so I want you to begin to ask yourself, what is the more I'm looking for? How do I get to the more? And how will I maintain the more when it shows up in my life? Every person, I hear so much talk about growth mindset. But growth mindsets without growth plans will never produce a growth life. Let me say it again. Growth mindset without growth plans will never produce a life of growth. And so it's more than just your mindset. you got to have a plan and strategy and system in place for your constant growth, and you got to make growth a part of your life every single day. We can't just grow in seasons. You grow in moments, and as you grow in moments, you grow for a lifetime. And so if you try to make your growth seasonal, you're going to be a very uh, disjointed, frustrated, disempowered individual. Growth is a lifetime commitment. Growth is a moment-by-moment decision that we have to make every single day of our life that determines our success and prosperity. And so I hope that in the time that we've shared today that I've shared something of value with you, that you'll go back and listen to this again, and that you'll begin to apply this to your life so that you can really experience the breakthroughs that you want to see. Thank you for spending these moments with me today. Have an incredible holiday weekend, and I'll talk to you again real soon.